Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. Wait, what? In a world where the listener poll results from 2017 come in. You've been waiting to do this all your life. This is what I was born to do. Two music hosts gathered at a studio at National Public Radio to count down the top ten records. I was just looking for... This isn't one. No, this is not. This is is Ride of the Valkyries, Bob. No, this is not one of the ones that people pick. But that is what we're going to be doing on this edition of All Songs Considered. We're going to count down the top ten records that listeners picked in our annual poll, our year-end poll of the best records of 2017. I love lists. I, I'm I'm addicted to lists, too. <laughs> you put anything in a list, and I'm there. And this is the top ten records. We're going to count down through the top ten records, uh, and we're going to put on our website, npr.org slash songs. We'll put on the website the top 100, and we'll put a PDF of that up. You can download and carry that around with you if you want to go to your favorite record store and pick some of this stuff up. When I was a kid and listened to radio, I made top ten lists. And, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I never, I never thought the two would connect, like yeah. life yeah. and making a living and all that and stuff. Then that's like, and then here we are. And here we are. No you, one's kicked us off yet. Uh, but And if you actually like us, uh, <laughs> there is a way. We're going to start our 18th year. Oh, my God. And we've never in 18 years uh, asked uh, for anything from you other than you know feedback and stuff. Uh, but now there's a way to support us. There's a way to support your local public radio station. At the same time, it's really, really simple. Just go to donate.npr.org slash allsongs, donate.npr.org slash allsongs. And you're right, this is the first time ever uh, that you've been able, that our audience, that uh, listeners have been able to do this. It's yeah, wonderful. It's really cool. Ooh, I can feel a fanfare. <laughs> and with that, we get to the top ten records from All Songs Considered. And our listeners... I think I need to fade this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, I'll just tell people what number ten okay. is. We're going to hit a song from it. Uh, Father John Misty came in at number ten. I love this record. It's on my personal top ten as well. Uh, the record's called Pure Comedy. So, so happy to see this record on the top ten list. Let's play a cut from it. The title cut, Pure Comedy, and we can talk a little bit more about it. Uh, when we come back. At six. For some reason, when I go to the... Yeah. The comedy of man starts like this. Our brains are way too big for our mother's And so nature, she devised this alternative We emerge half-formed and hope whoever greets us on the other end Is kind enough to fill us in Babies, that's pretty much how it's been ever since. Now the miracle of birth leaves a few issues to address. Like say that half of us are periodically iron deficient. 
So somebody's gotta go kill something While I look after the kids I do it myself, but what? Are you gonna get this thing? It's milk He says as soon as he gets back from the hunt We can switch It's hard not to fall in love with something so Ladies, I hope we don't end up regretting this. Comedy. Now that's what I call pure comedy. Just wait until the part where they start to believe they're at the center of everything and some all-powerful being endowed this horror show with meaning oh their religions are the best they worship themselves yet they're totally obsessed in zombies, celestial virgins, magic tricks, these unbelievable outfits, and they get terribly upset when you question their sacred texts written by a woman hating epileptics. Their language is just served to confuse them Their confusion somehow makes them more sure They build fortunes poisoning their offspring And hand out prizes when someone patents a cure where did they find these goons they elected to rule them? What makes these clowns they idolize so remarkable? These mammals are hell-bent on fashioning new gods So they can go on being godless animals Oh, comedy. 
is the struggle to survive But the only thing that they request Is something to numb the pain with Until there's nothing human left Just random matter Suspended in the dark I hate to say it, but each other's all we've got. So Father John Misty, Josh Tillman, the former drummer for Fleet Foxes, this is his music project. And uh, this record is so dense that you would need several days, really, to parse through all the lyrics uh, and narratives that he has on this. At times, it feels to me like you're hearing the just this untethered outpouring from a mad genius. The whole record in general is is about the folly of everything in life and the pure comedy that he, that he finds in life. He told the, uh, Josh Tillman told the New York Times just before this came out, he said music is chaos and that when he's writing music, he is opening the doors to madness. And eight months with this record now, it feels more relevant than ever in a world that has been very mad indeed. Father John Misty coming in at number 10. What What is number nine? Number nine is a record you and I hold very dear. Ooh, I know already then. What is it? Big Weezer? Thief. <laughs> no, no. You're right. No, Big Thief. Is it's it? Big Thief. Oh, cool. It's Big Thief capacity. I, I actually know. I, I haven't looked at the list in, in days now. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, not looking at it now. Yeah, you're right. Big Thief. Big <laughs> Thief. The Big Thief record came in at nine. So happy this connected with uh, uh, our audience. Second year in a row for this band to put out a great record. Masterpiece was last year. I can't believe that was and just capacity last year. is uh, is this year. Adrian Linker is a songwriter and a singer has really come into her own, and and the band uh, is extraordinary. There's some gorgeous guitar playing from Buck Meek, uh, amazing rhythm section, uh, and her lyrics. Oh my my! It's a, a very personal record. That, you know, I was thinking that so much music was cathartic this year and, and that catharsis took many forms. There were some artists who just raged against it and some sought more quiet contemplation. This is this is the latter. It's a very quiet contemplative record uh, about her life from starting, you know, all the way from an accident that nearly killed her as a young child all the way to young adulthood and it is a very powerful, sometimes dark Thinking about her mom and the brother record. she doesn't know. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's give a listen to Mary. We've talked a lot about the song Mary, which is the penultimate cut on the record. And right, with the NPR Music number one song. that We did a list of songs. NPR Music, the staff chose uh, songs, and that was Mary from Big Thief was the number one number song. Number one song, so, uh, yeah. And we've talked a lot about it, so let's play uh, different a different cut. When you, want, you want to hear Shark Smile? Perfect.
You know, the title of this record uh, baffled me a little bit, Capacity, and then I realized after spending some time with it that she is talking about basically the capacity of the human heart, how much can it hold before it breaks or bursts, um, and just what is the human capacity for suffering, for love. Uh, just such a powerful, potent, moving, memorable record. So Agreed. Happy to see uh, and then number eight. We're ready for number eight. Are you, are you ready for number eight? Uh, the album by SZA. Control, her debut uh, full-length record. It's a mix of hip-hop and R&B and electronics, but it's really, it's so much more than that. She plays around a lot with uh, form. It's a very inventive sound. It's not just your typical straight-up contemporary R&B, and I think that we'll hear that here on the Stripped cut. of a lot of the sort of vocal treatments and Got things. Got rid that of all might... the reverb, put her voice yeah. more out front. Yeah, and I think the result is really interesting. I, I think you'll hear all of these things on this song that uh, I think we should play from uh, the record control, and it says it's called Drew Barrymore. Why is it so hard to accept the party is over? You came with your new friends and her mom jeans and her new friends and she's perfect and I hate it. Oh, so glad you made it. I'm so glad you could come back. Somebody get the tacos. Somebody spark the blood. Let's start the narcos off an episode. 
how how woozy this song is especially in the beginning when it kicks off and there's a great video for this one as well that actually has one of the briefest cameos of anybody it is in fact the actress drew barrymore who just sort of strolls by uh she passes SZA at one moment in the background and just sort of glances at the camera just for a second uh, I love that. Um, but this is a, a record that it's very much, um, you know, she talks a lot about relationships, but they're more, she digs more into sort of universal uh, things about relationships and sex, and it's sometimes incredibly graphic, uh, this record control, but it's also a, a record 
uh, about self-empowerment, especially for women, and uh, one that landed with uh, our listeners, you know, at a time when everyone's being asked to rethink the way women are treated. So it was a very powerful listen, sometimes a very fun listen, SZA Control. Maybe the only record that is uh, a debut in the top... Ten of our listener mm, poll maybe, results? Listen, even maybe the top 20 of our listener poll, which is... Uh, I had five debuts in my top ten. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, this year. Yeah. A lot of great new artists this year, for sure. Yeah. But one uh, veteran artist that came back uh, after a break is LCD Sound System, and our listeners picked it as the number seven record of the year. The record's called American Dream. Yeah, it's a fourth album, first one in uh, since 2010. Yeah, in in about seven years. You know, this band broke up in 2011, not long after it released that last record, This Is Happening. But rumors about them reuni- reuniting started as early as like 2015, so it was like four years. It really they yeah, weren't. It was almost gone. the length of what some bands take to yeah. make their next record. I think you know Fleet Foxes maybe even in our yeah and, up here somewhere and yeah yeah and as early as uh, very early 2016, it was already confirmed. Not only are they coming back, but they're touring. They have a record coming, and this is this is what we got. It's called American Dream. Um, it felt to me like the band came back a l- too soon. I don't know what algorithm you use to determine how soon is too soon, but it felt like, you mean, like like you said, it was only a few years. It wasn't that long. I mean, that's as long as a lot of bands wait, and so it didn't feel as special to me when they came back. I thought, you need to wait like maybe 10 years, uh, a decade before the fans are ready to make room for you again. But you're wrong because they're I'm in wrong. the top yes, 10, I right? Am. I am, so, right. <laughs> let's play, what do you want to play? Let's play the song tonight. Tonight, yeah. Everybody sing the same song It goes tonight, 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 tonight I never realized These artists talk so much about dying but truth be told, we all have the same end Could make you cry, 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 cry But I'm telling you, this is the best news You're getting all week Oh sure, it's ruling the airwaves But what remains of the airwaves And we're frankly thankful for the market psychology You're hipping us to but all the hits are saying the same thing There's only tonight, 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 tonight Man, life is finite But shit, it feels like forever It feels like forever
So the band comes back with this, you know, their sort of signature hyperspace electronic dance jam music. There's some craft work in there. Yeah. In fact, the light show and things that I saw when I saw them uh, recently live reminded me of uh, of craft work. Oh, no kidding. Quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. It's, it's great music to be in a room with lots of people and their music blasting. I mean, that's Yeah. You feed works. off that in- energy for sure. I'm just thinking about this list, right? So we, we, we start with... Um, not start with, but in the top ten is Father John Misty. That's one world. Uh, SZA, musically, another world. LCD, yep. another world. And then we're going to play Jason Isbell next, right? Right. And a whole other universe. And that is what I love about our listeners. They're big ears mm-hmm. and uh, and so much different sorts of music. So uh, Jason Isbell 
He's a former guitarist and singer with Drive-By Truckers, and um, he's now with his band, The the 400 Units. So he has a new record, Jason Isbell and The 400 Units. It's a sixth record. Yeah, it's, it's called uh, The Nashville Sound. And, you know, he, Jason Isbell has done the quiet folk country thing uh, a lot over the years, and this one he gets pretty gritty. Uh, he has always shared personal stories. He's talked a lot of, on his music over the years about his uh, battle with alcoholism and, and now sobriety, his marriage to Amanda Shires, the songwriter Amanda Shires. Um, and this most recent record, The Nashville Sound, was informed very much by another big life event that happened for them, and that was the birth of their daughter, their first child. And so much of this is about his experiences, his new experiences with being a father. At the same time, he also confronts uh, some difficult questions and really big issues like he does on the song that we're going to play from the Nashville Sound. This one's called White Man's World, all about, uh, obviously, white privilege in this country. White Man's World from Jason Isbell. I'm a white man living in a white man's world Under our roof is a baby girl I thought this world could be hers one day But her mama knew better I'm a white man living in a white man's town Take a shot of cocaine and burn it down Mama wants to change that Nashville sound But they're never gonna let her There's no such thing as someone else's war Your creature comforts are the only things worth fighting for
Think the men upstairs must have took a vacation I still have faith but I don't know why Maybe it's the fire in my little girl's eyes Maybe it's the fire in my little girl's eyes So, uh, Jason Isbell, there was an interview with NPR that Jason Isbell did, and he said, finally, you get all those things in your life dealt with, you know, all these things that he's been dealing with. And he says, what are you going to talk about now? You you can't moan and you can't sing the blues anymore. So you have to figure out how to empathize better than you've ever done before. Um, And he really connected with listeners on this one, the Nashville Sound. It is up for Best Americana Album Grammy next year. Uh, so very excited for him in this one. Nashville Sound, Jason Isbell coming in at number six. Let's take a quick break. The top five. Can you do that voice thing that you do? Coming up next, yeah. the top five records. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Squarespace. Need a website for your growing business? Customize look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code SONGS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Keep dreaming, but make it a reality with a website from Squarespace. Support also comes from Isotope, makers of Spire Studio, the portable multi-track recording system that lets you easily capture, mix, and edit professional quality songs wherever and whenever inspiration strikes. With built-in Wi-Fi, Spire Studio seamlessly connects to the Spire app, so you can ditch the cables and collaborate and share with bandmates and fans around town or around the world. Learn more at Spire.live. Robin Hilton, guess what? What, Bob? It's time for the NPR listener top five. The top five records, Bob? <laughs> the top five records is selected in our online listener poll we do every year. We ask listeners to tell us what their top five records were. We tally the numbers. We got thousands and thousands of votes. And coming in at number five is the national sleep well beast. Yeah. This didn't end up on my personal top ten, but I, I actually think this is one of the best records they've ever done uh, easily. Um, Do they have to come to your house and like give you money or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm thinking uh, about it. Um, we webcast them a live show of theirs that back in great. August, yeah. and they played the entire album. And um, you know, Sleep Well Beast, Beast. It's partly political. There are moments where you can tell Matt Berninger is is speaking to current events, but it's also very personal. You interviewed him, you and Talia Schlanger of, of XPN. And um, he said that there are threads, Matt Bringer said there are threads of divorce that run throughout this record uh, in the grief about that, although his own marriage is sound. Quite secure. Quite secure, he says. I just thought the songwriting, production, melodies, lyrically, everything. This is just one of their best records, Sleep Well Beast, uh, System Only Dreams in Total Darkness. the system 
I think like a lot of the songs on this record, this one seems very personal, a relationship song on the surface, but also at the same time seems to speak to a lot of bigger issues and questions uh, from the past year, you know, this age of um, of alternate facts and alternate realities that seems to be commenting on what truth is in, in uh, these modern days from the national uh, system only dreams in total darkness. I want to say that this list, and I'm looking at our, uh, at our list and I love lists because they make me go back and listen. Our next record, I've only listened to once, and it's our number, what, four record? Number four record with our with listeners. The War on Drugs, A Deeper Understanding. So uh, that's what I love about lists. They're going to make me go back and, and re-listen to things at, uh, at first glance, because we get lots, and we all hear lots now. Uh, well, War on Drugs, just say quickly, this is mainly the project of uh, Adam Grandesil since Kurt Vile left the band years ago. He has said, Adam uh, Grandesilla said, that he was suffering from this crippling anxiety and he was doubting himself and his own talent and whether or not he'd make the right choice to uh, pursue a life in music. Um, and on this one, he's just trying to get a better sense of who he is and his relationship uh, with friends and with music. And Our intern, Sal uh, Mackey's here. And, and this is your 
next to last day. Yeah. Yeah, scary. Really bad. You've seen the magic here, and you really love this record. I love this album. This is a great, like, windows down, tear it up on the highway kind of fist-pumping guitar album, which this is probably the most anthemic so you voted album. multiple times. Then. I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. That's what this ballot <laughs> stuffing was. Um, well, then what song would you play from this? I would choose In Chains. Let's listen to our intern for once. <laughs> One last time yeah. before we say goodbye. <laughs>
it's not hard to hear the Jersey and the Philly in them, or certainly they're, they're a Philly-based band. That was, Been compared to Bruce Springsteen I mean, the, on this record. There's, yeah. yeah, there's some, I think, gritty. Did we use the word gritty for them? There are we, moments. Yeah. This song is a little reflective. But, um, you know, I said that he was struggling with his own identity uh, leading into making this record. But he did say uh, in an interview with NPR that he eventually came to find that music is actually... Uh, Good. Yeah. No. Is that it's you know it's and it's it's an escape, it's uh, salvation. It's 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 what he needs to get away from all the fear and uncertainty in his life, uh, and that he just now wants to make a good song every day. Number four, War on Drugs, Deeper Understanding. One of the records that came out this year was Saint Vincent. Yes, our number three record, and. It's not uh, called mass education. I uh, know, <laughs> right? She keeps doing that. Yeah, it's all crunched together. It's mass seduction, but all is one word. And she plays around with uh, our perception a lot on this record. And she it, plays around with image a lot. And her sound is, well, it's a, it's a very different sound for St. Vincent this year. She put out this monster of a record, self-titled in 2014, that just proved to me that she's one of our great guitarist right now, one of the greatest guitarists on the planet, rocker otherwise. And she largely got rid of the guitar for this one. Um, and it's obviously a sound that her fans... Certainly not the leading instrument. Right, not the, the leading. I shouldn't say it's completely gone. But um, but uh, obviously fans embraced it. And here it is at number three, St. Vincent Mass Seduction. Should we listen to the song uh, Sugar Boy? Also all one word, Sugar Boy. <laughs> yes.
lot of intensity there, right? Yeah, and, I mean, I, I say no guitars, but she, one of her things is she can make a guitar sound like anything saying, but a guitar. I was so. going to say that. that yeah, that's sound could well definitely been, her yeah. shredding there. But um, yeah, you know, I was thinking as I was listening to it, this could be the LCD sound system record, that, that sort of <laughs> pulse that, pul- that goes through pulse the whole, analog whole thing. thing. Yeah. The one thing I do notice about a top 10 list, with SZA aside, and we're not done with the list, but uh, fan loyalty seemed really strong. Like artists with four, five, six, St. Vincent, what is this number, album number five, artists with lots of records uh, floated to the top this year. More than I thought, because it felt to me like a year where a lot of veteran artists did put out records, you know, including Beck and Fleet Foxes and stuff. And I didn't, I wasn't feeling them connecting with people as much as I, I thought they yeah. would. And but you're right, a lot of these artists are deep into their catalog now, and, and fans are still supporting them, embracing them, and liking the new directions that they're taking their music in. That said, uh, the artist who comes in at number two is only on her second record, her sophomore release, and that is Lord. I so love this record. I'm going to turn Melodrama. off my microphone and just <laughs> no. let you go on. I'll be up. Sal's got my back. Sal, Sal loves this record. I know you do, right? I, I absolutely love this record. Yeah. it is, it, And I, I have blathered on and on on our site and on the show about why it's so great. You want to play some music? I'm just happy to see it on the list. <laughs> I was thinking, I just want to say one thing, one thing about it, and that just, is... Just, just one more just thing. One, there's just one more thing that's kind of bothered me about this. <laughs> it is a record about young people and young lives trying to make sense of their place in, the, in, in a world that is senseless, but also glorious at the same time, and I love that push and pull in, on this whole record. Uh, she can make the most mundane moments feel like she's just unfurling all of life's secrets. Uh, before you. And on the year in review show, we played Greenlight. I want to play the, that's the opener. I want to play this, the song that closes the record, and that is Perfect Places. Every night I live and die, feel the party to my bones. Watch the waste as blow the speakers, spill my guts beneath the outdoor light. It's just another graceless night I hate the headlines and the weather I'm 19 and I'm on fire But when we're dancing, I'm alright It's just another graceless night Are you lost enough? Have another drink, get lost in us This is how we get in the Soviets Just another girl. 
the night spin off our faces Trying to find these perfect places What the fuck are perfect places anyway? Heavy sigh. I just love this record so much. It's such a journey to listen to these. To these, Every individual song is a journey, and then they're all stitched together for this wonderful, bigger journey that she takes on this record. Melodrama coming at number two. Not remotely surprised to see it this high, and I'm also not remotely surprised to see what listeners picked for the number one record of the year. At just about everybody's number one record of the year, it seems, Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Uh, also, an album that I have talked a lot about, and uh, including on our year in review show just last week. Um, I remember thinking when when Beyonce released Lemonade last year. I remember thinking this is a once in a generation record. It was so great. It was, this only happens like once in a generation. And then I heard Damn, and I was like, okay, okay, twice, twice in a generation can you have a record this amazing? Um, Rodney Carmichael with NPR Music wrote this brilliant deep dive essay, uh, really uh, drilling down into uh, all the mysteries and questions that this record raises. You can find that on our website. But we'll go out on a cut from Dam. It's the final cut on the record. It's called Duckworth. I played this song earlier in the year when the, when the record first came out, and I just the story blows me away. It's one of these um, domino stories where if this one little thing hadn't happened years ago, Kendrick Lamar would not be here, regarded as widely regarded, I would say, as the greatest rapper of his generation, uh, making incredible works of art like this. Um, so just follow the story on this, Duckworth. What a great year for music. Absolutely. You know what? Before we go, I want to ask you something. Yeah. You, you you have this theory that I love, which is that all the best music comes out on the sevens. You know, 67, we had Sgt. Pepper's and the first Velvet Underground record. Uh, 77, the birth of punk. I think that, I mean, I you believe, can do it every 10 yeah. years, but what do, you, what do you think about this year? What was 2017? I think this might be a leap year. <laughs> a leap year. <laughs> I love lots of music this year, but uh, I wasn't on board with, let's say, uh, our li- I, w- I felt more out of sync with our listeners this year than ever. Yeah. Um, and I loved lots of new music bands and less of the fourth and seventh records of artists I have cared about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's just what I want in music is new. I also find myself in the last few years now wanting more calming music. It's it comes very... back to those word things again where yeah. we're, although Lord had, you know, yeah. great words and, and stuff, but but I'm finding the more contemplative stuff is the stuff that's sparking me, and there's no r- right or wrong here, right? Right, in all of this, and it's great to see the list. And I'm going to go back and listen to uh, War on Drugs. I'm going to go spend another uh, ten times listening to the Scissor record and and other things that folks have voted on that I didn't spend enough time with this year. So yeah, I love that too. I think part of it is that we live, we we experience fewer monoculture moments you know, where everyone's sort of listening to the same thing. I think with our audience and when you look at the list that NPR Music, the NPR Music team and stations put together, the closest thing we had is maybe the Kendrick Lamar Dam mm-hmm. record where yeah. there was a, a lot of consensus around that one. But after that, the lists start getting really fragmented. And um, 
I'm going to say this, and we may cut it, but I'm just going to run with this, which is uh, many, many years ago, back in the early 80s, I was in a theater company, and we tried to imagine the future. We did a piece that was sort of a takeoff on 1984. We did it in 1983, knowing 1984 was coming. It's called Utoporama. And I tried to imagine, like, what is the future of music then? I came up with this idea of something called scape boxes. Back then in the early 80s, it was the age of the boombox. And everybody right. would, you'd go down, walk around D.C., and people would just be carrying these big boomboxes on their shoulders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I imagined a day where everybody would have this, this little soundscape box. It was basically a computer chip. And the computer chip was an identifiable sound that was you. And you'd walk down the street, and your individual song would be the song that would be playing as you walked down the street. Everybody was a creator, and everybody made music and everybody had a thing that was their music and the more as i look at 2017 and see all the releases that have come out uh, just an incredible amount of music that came out this year i feel we're becoming more of a creator culture and so more of us are capable of making music because of technology is allowing us to the abletons of the world music softwares of the world are allowing people who never made music before, including myself, to make music. And uh, I don't know. And, and listeners, the listening experience is more personalized than ever. Yeah. You know, the, the way people curate their own listening experience is more personal. So we do sort of walk around with our own themes now. Yeah. So uh, just, I like just, that idea. Just, just, uh, just a thought. Don't do drugs, Bob. <laughs> don't do drugs. Listen to your mom. I love that. I love that whole idea. Uh, should we go out on Duckworth? Absolutely. Uh, from Kendrick from Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. Uh, I will see you next year. I'm Happy disappearing for the next couple of weeks. Uh, our personal list uh, just went up online, uh, and the NPR 100 songs went up online. The top 50 went up online. We'll make a list of these. Your picks, listener picks, 100 of them. The so not 100. just beyond the 10. So you can dig in. The whole point is discovery. Just go to npr.org slash all songs. Thanks, Mr. Hilton. Thank you, Bob. Happy New Year. Bye, Sal. Bye. Over and out. Oh. It was always me versus the world Until I found it's me versus me Just remember what happens on Earth stays on Earth We're gonna put it in reverse Darling, I told you many times, and now I'm telling you once again, just to remind you, sweetheart, that my... Oh, Lamar, Hail Mary, your marijuana times is hard. Pray with the hooligan, shadows all in the dark. Fellowship with demons and relatives, I'm a star. Life is one funny motherfucker, a true comedian, you gotta love him, you gotta trust him. I might be bugging, infomercials and no sleep Introverted by my thoughts, children listening gets deep See once upon a time inside the niggas and garden projects The object was the process and digest poverty's dialect Adaptation inevitable, gun violence, crack spot, federal policies Ray builders and drug professionals Anthony was the oldest of seven, well respected, common collected Laughing and joking made life easier Hard times, mama on crack, a four year old telling his nanny he needed her his family history pimping and banking. He was meant to be dangerous. Clacked him a grip and start slanking. 15 scraping up his jeans with quarter pieces. Even got some hair from a smoker last weekend. Dodge a policeman working for his big homie. Small town hustler graduated to a brick on him. $10,000 out of for project housing. That's on the daily. Seen his first meal, 20 years old. Had a couple of babies. Had a couple of shooters. Caught a murder case. Fingerprints on the gun. They're assuming, but witnesses couldn't prove it. 
That was back when he turned his back and they killed his cousin. He beat the case and went back to hustling. Bird shuffling, Anthony rang. The first in the projects with the two-tone Mustang. That 5.0 thing. They say 5-0 came circling parking lots and parking spots and hopping out while harassing the corner blocks. Crooked cops told Anthony he should kick it. He brushed him off and walked back to the Kentucky Fried Chicken. See, at this chicken spot, there was a light-skinned nigga that talked a lot with a curly top and a gap in his teeth. He worked the window. His name was Ducky. He came from the streets. The Robert Taylor home, Southside Project, Shine Rack, the Terra Dome, drove to California with a woman on him and $500. They had a son hoping that he'd see college. Hustling on the side with a nine to five to freak it. Cadillac's a really ride his son around the weekends. Three-piece special with his name on his shirt pocket. Cross the street from the projects, Anthony Plant to rob it. Stuck up the place before, back in 84. That's when affiliation was really eight years of war. So many relatives telling us, selling us, devilish work, scaling us, crime, intelligent, felonist, prevalent, proposition with nines. Ducky was well aware, they robbed the manager and shot a customer last year. He figured he'd get on these niggas' good sides. Free chicken, every time Anthony posted in line. Two extra biscuits, Anthony liked them and then let them slide. They didn't kill him, in fact, it looked like they're the last to survive. Pay attention, that one decision changed both of their lives. One curse at a time, reversed and manifest a good karma and i tell you why. You take two strangers and put them in random predicaments. Give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers you make them meet again. Inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Then you start reminding them about that chicken incident. Whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence. Because if Anthony killed Ducky, top dog could be serving life. While I grow up without a father and die in a gunfight. So I was taking a walk the other day. If you liked this podcast, discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts and learn more about eight of the country's top 20 podcasts according to PodTrack's podcast metrics. That's npr.org slash podcasts.